Hi, I'm Rennie. Welcome to another episode in Rennie's Food World podcast series. If you haven't done so already, please tap on the subscribe button so you never miss another episode of Rennie's Food World and the journey we take together. So you all know it, we all use it. It's one of those things, one of those ingredients that has been used throughout centuries, but it's commonly referred to in its use in Indian cuisine. The chili, the humble chili. <laughs> wow, does that burn you just even thinking about it? I get excited, I love chilies absolutely adore chilies. I'm not going to go and say that I have chili on everything well. Uh, actually, that's a lie, because I do. I literally put some form of chili, either fresh chilies on or chili sauce, whatever it might be, I will put it on a dish. I'll be known to put it on desserts as well. I mean, I, I'm a little bit crazy, but there we go. I've got the weirdest taste taste buds and uh, taste sensations that go on in the in in the world but the chili itself it never actually it i say it never actually it wasn't actually an indian creation it only arrived in asia or in the indian region indian subcontinent um with the portuguese traders and they took this chili pepper to capsicum they took it across because of its similarities and trade value like black pepper and they took it across to the Indian subcontinent around the 15th 16th century so all of those early dishes in Indian culture that we've talked about the dosa um, the dals the sabjis the spices that were used were the spices that we look at using more and more nowadays rather than the chili. Do you know what? Chili has become a major part of Indian cuisine. There is no two ways about it. But the origins of this beautiful little ingredient, this plant, stems back in actual fact to early eastern central Mexico and when I say eastern central Mexico that's the first records of this this plant actually being properly cultivated prior to that it was a free fall but it was still an origin of the Mexico region and we're talking it goes back as far traces have been found uh, through archaeological archaeological digs and um, archaeological uh, scientific research, whatever you want to call it, that the chili pepper, the capsicum, the chili was around in at least seven thousand BC. 
bloody old, isn't it? That's almost as old as I am. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, I'm I'm on one of those in one of those moods today for this podcast because I absolutely adore Tilly's. Um, it's it's a dish that again it's well, a dish. It's an um, an item or an ingredient that has excited me on many many uh, attempts of creating new ideas. Um, it's always been there uh, by the side of my plate on any dish that I've um, eaten as a youngster even. I remember being told off when I was about seven or eight years old. Actually, no, it was nine years old. I remember it really well because it was my uncle, my mum's brother, who was getting married. And he, we went to his family, uh, his new in-laws in Nottingham. Now you got to remember, obviously, I, I was from down south, so it was a massive long trek, and we 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 got to the house to meet his uh, future bride, my auntie, and we we got given the usual hospitable welcome, as any Indian family would can uh, can testify to that the doors were open. There was there was tea given to you before you even entered the house. And then you, you sat down, and before you even knew it, there was plates of food being offered, and there was always, no, you're not going anywhere until you had a full meal. We sat down, and it, it was, yeah. But cut long story short, I remember sitting there, and we all used to sit on the floor, because there was, there, I mean, it, this was a big occasion, um, visiting the future lady in the family. And I was only young, nine years old. But I went there, I sat on the floor with a tali in front of me, a steel tray, compartmental tray. It had rice, it had chapatis, it had sabji, it had dal, it had a yogurt. I looked over at my uncle's plate and he had his usual green chilies sitting there on the plate. <laughs> I kind of winked at him and I was, I was kind of mischievous then as you've all kind of gathered, I'm still a little bit mischievous. Not as much as I was back then. But he gave me one. Much to the disgust of my mum and dad. But it was too late. Because I'd taken a bite of this green chilli. I'd put some dal in my mouth with, with the aid of a chapati being using it to scoop up the dal I put it in my mouth I had had this green chilli in there and I just bit in wow I can still remember it now my mouth is watering from that protective um, element where it's just gone naturally into protective mode thinking that I'm just about to feed it some more chilies. but my mouth salivates every time not through protection it salivates through excitement because chilies just bring a new dimension to most of the dishes that we eat. Now, when we go out on a Friday night, the typical ads thing to do is, yeah, let's go for a Ruby Murray, let's go for a curry. All right, let's get the hottest thing on the table, on the table, on the menu. Gonna go for a farlo, I'm gonna go for a naga. But you know what? It's not about the chilies in cooking. If you really want to enjoy the cooking and the flavours. It's about the spices. So that misconception that Indian food is chilli, well, it's not. 
that's the Western Anglo-sized Indian food. If you really want to experience Indian food, either go to Indian households where they don't put green chilies in, or when they do, it's a small quantity. Because traditionally, Indian food was all about the different spices and herbs used in the cooking. But we're talking today about this beautiful little plant, the chili, the capsicum. Now, do you know what? There's so many different groups. You've got the cayenne, you've got the jalapeno, you've got the poblano, habanero, scotch bonnet. How do you know how hot they are? Well, yeah, you could you could kind of take a bite out of it and just go, whoa, that's hot. Or <laughs> give me some more. But it was actually an American pharmacist, Wilbur Scoville. In about 1912, he came up with the Scoville scale. Well, it's, it's actually um, the SHU, I think it's called. Now, I don't know what the HU stands for. I'm not going to try and Google it or anything like that. I'm going to try and do this off the bat if I can. Uh, but Scoville, you got so many different thousands or millions. Um, it's, it depends how punchy it is, pungent. Now, you can find the Scoville um, scale platform at most of these new trending chili shops. Now, chili shops have been around for a long time, but they're increasingly becoming popular because of the understanding that, you know what, the world is a smaller place. And because of the power of the internet, and I keep saying this, podcasts, YouTube, um, social media, has made it so much more accessible to understand different foods and different cultures. And chili is one of them. Because how many times have you seen on YouTube a chili challenge? Or read about it in a paper where some geezer's collapsed because he's had two, the chilies that he ate were too hot. Well, I know for sure there are some that I wouldn't go anywhere near. So much so that there's, there's, there's chilies out there that they use as in uh, defensive weapons. Like a pepper spray. A police pepper spray is in the same category on the Scoville heat scale. And we're talking a million and a half to three million Scovilles. It's in the same category as the Carolina Reaper and the Dragon's Breath. Pepper spray. Pepper spray of all things. Imagine that being sprayed in your face. I know some people in the world have had that and it's, and it's gone in their eyes and it's a killer. But when you look at it, some a lot of people think by eating a habanero or a scotch bonnet, which you are really, really careful the amount that you actually chop up and put into your food 
or your or as a dressing. My first example was the pepper spray and the Carolina Reaper at nearly a million and a half to three million in that range. The Scotch Bonnet is a hundred thousand to three and three hundred and fifty thousand scale range. It's less. It's it's sorry. It's over a million and a half or less. And when you then compare that to like the the, the absolute favourite amongst Mexican food with the jalapeno, and then you've got the green chilies as well, the Indian green chilies and the bird's eye chilies. You're talking bird's eye chilies are like 50 to 100 Scofields and the jalapeno is like two and a half thousand. Nothing. You know, peppers that you have with like the, the different colored peppers, the red, the blues, uh, blues, the red, the yellows, the greens, bell peppers. They're between zero and a hundred in that range. So Scoville is a great way of looking at how spicy, <laughs> see, I got caught out then, how chilly, not spicy, how chilly these are. Now, as you can tell, I'm suffering from a bit of a cold at the minute anyway, but chilies, and I'm probably going to have some with my dinner tonight, chilies are a great um, cure or have the health benefits to assist with the everyday cold, the common cold. But it also has huge amounts of um, nutritious properties and health benefits that will actually help with some very, very serious ailments. Now, as some of you know, I went through um, quite a difficult time in my in my life with weight loss, drastic weight loss. And I attributed a lot of that. Obviously, there was there was the elements in there where it was down to the illness and the issues that were going on with me. But however, I put a lot of that down to the amount of chilies I was eating. Nah. It, it does contribute to it because it increases your metabolism. So by eating chilies, it's rich in antioxidants and therefore it helps with your um, breaking down of foods and your, uh, it stimulates those gastric juices, I suppose. So when, it, you, when your food that you're eating, your burgers and your bits and pieces, um, the pizzas, yeah, they're they're fatty. They're they're big time fatty, but it's helping towards breaking it down. Now I'm not saying to you go and put ten thousand chilies on a burger to make it as healthy or as lean as a muesli bar or something like that. You know, that's a, that's a bad example. However, all I'm trying to say to you is that chilies aid metabolism. 
you know, um, it will help soothe, even though a lot of people think that it will increase stomach issues, it actually helps towards those stomach issues if eaten correctly. That doesn't mean go out and have a Carolina Reaper because you won't have a stomach left to worry about. But an interesting one is in actual fact the migraines. Now, for all of those, all of you that have suffered with migraines or headache problems, um, it's uh, and it, you know what? Well, it's not just the headaches. It's actually um, helps with longevity of life, I suppose, um, because. Chilies when they're eaten, and I might need a few chilies now because it, I'm struggling to kind of get my, my 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 brain to work at the same pace as my mouth. But chilies when consumed help increase the blood flow, and therefore the hemoglobin kind of flow to your brain and to your to your head. So it's helping your th- your thoughts act quicker um your cognitive performance basically so for those of you who who struggle sometimes to get up in the morning um yeah you have that hit of cup of coffee with a cup of coffee do you wonder why sometimes or the majority of time throughout the middle east and india they have Chili, and I'm not going. I'm going to be very careful with my words here. Not spicy, but chili foods in the morning, and they do exactly the same in southern African and eastern African regions and the South Americas, all across the equator, basically. Do you know why? Because it opens up the pores, it helps to open up the pores to increase the perspiration possibilities to therefore keep you cool in the high intensity of the midday sun. But also at the same time, it increases that blood flow first thing in the morning to get your brain in gear and give you a right old kickstart and a, and a kick up the butt. Chilies have a huge, huge benefit to our diet. They can be used for antifungal properties. It can help to kill food pathogens, bacteria. You know, and it, it can one of the reasons why it was used in the first place on um, transport ships and trade routes is because it was used to actually disguise and to help cure and kill off bacteria on rotting vegetables and meat. And it became more palatable and digestible because it increased, like I said, it helps 
your metabolism. But it's an addition and complementary to other lifestyle practices, which is when you benefit from the from the gains and losses that chilies will contribute towards. I'm kind of talking a little bit of gibberish there, because it's my brain's going all over the place because I, you know, I've so many stories to tell about chilies. There was this one occasion where we went, and this is talking about the Scoville scale and being stupid lads, as it were. My ex-wife, um, she uh, she used to work for a, a major airline, UK airline, um, and she got some very, very, very good concessions. One of those concessions we actually, uh, well, she went out to... San Francisco and uh, brought back this little bottle of chilli sauce well it's when I read the label on this chilli sauce it said can be used as paint stripper (laughs) kind of said it all really use carefully so I I cooked up a batch of um, curry, as I did every day, every week, for my uh, for our household and also the neighbours. We lived in this little muse, and there was about eight houses in this muse, and we it was a gated a gated community, and we would all get together for for meals. And it fell on me once a week to cook a curry. I didn't mind. I normally finish a bottle of wine while I was cooking, or the boys will come round if they weren't working, and they're from next door. They'll be they'll be over. We'd have a few tins, a few cans of beer, while we were cooking and enjoying and having a good old laugh. This is pre-pandemic, obviously social distancing. But one day they turned around and said, oh, "Renny, can you make it really, really, really hot?" So my little devil ears, horns pricked up. I got this bottle and I literally put into, I I would say about 10 litres of curry. I put half a teaspoon of this chilli sauce in. Mixed it all through, let it cook through for another half an hour or so before we served it. Well... No one could eat it. It was off the scale. Now, I love my chili, like I told you. And I'm quite comfortable sitting there eating chilies. Do the cows come on? But when it came to that particular one, that blew my head off. It was like basically putting a ghost chili. And to give you kind of an idea of the Scoville rating of a ghost chili, it's at it's in the range of three quarters of a million to a million and a half. So second to top. It was like putting a whole ghost chili in my mouth and just 
not chewing it, sucking it because it annihilated my taste buds, it annihilated my lips, I couldn't talk, my tongue was swollen, it was horrible. And for those people out there that are listening to this that find it funny to make someone suffer with chilies, don't do it, it's dangerous. Chilies are there to be enjoyed, chilies are an incredible, incredible addition to not only our health, but also the dishes that we create. Used in the correct way, cooked out in the correct way, or combined with other herbs, spices, you can forge a great relationship with them to create a beautiful, beautiful dish. But they're not there to see who's the toughest, hardest, biggest, baddest. Chilies, guys. Enjoy them. Taste them. But don't go stupid with them. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Cool of a day. Don't forget to tap that subscribe button and share it on Instagram. Hashtag Rennie's Food World.